What's up, hobby friends, and welcome back to Paint Bravely, the podcast where you can find a little bit of encouragement, discover new ways to make your hobby more fun, and most importantly, learn to paint bravely. Now we got some interesting topics, potentially quick, who knows, but fun hobby topics. Uh, of course, before we get into that and get going, we're going to just uh, talk a little bit about some of the hobby we've been doing lately. And of course, we're going to start it off with Brent over here. What, what have you been up to in the last few weeks for hobby? Ooh, I started uh, Twitch streaming. Ooh. So if you're wondering what, what Brent's been up to in his hobby, you can uh, check out Town <laughs> underscore hobbies on the on Twitch. Twitch website. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doing. So that's, it's been going, it's been going all right. Um, look, the, the only issue is that we're in the, we're in the middle of summer right mm-hmm. now. And I'm pretty leery about having the AC blasting super loud into the into the microphone. And so when I've been Twitch streaming, I've been in my sleeveless shirts. I've had like a like a wet cloth draped around my (laughs) neck. I even kicked off my Crocs to get an even Mm. better ventilation Mm. on the feet. And just (laughs) I just I just sweat it out for as long as I can. And they're like, well. That's uh, you know, on that note, remember to paint bravely, and then I, I sign yeah, out. But, yeah, exactly. You know, some some folks have been dropping in, and uh, it's it's been fun. It's been relaxed. I I have been a frequent viewer of Twitch streams. I've only dabbled a little bit with with actually being a Twitch streamer, mm-hmm. but not bad, not bad. Yeah, I'm getting figured That's out. Good. Getting figured That's good. That's good. I mean, it's a tough yeah. gig, right? Like trying to keep up and deal with chat yeah. incoming and also doing whatever the thing is like the actual hobby that you're trying to do i mean yeah yeah it's that's tough yeah you you gotta be paying attention to a lot of things and a, a trend that i've noticed is a, a lot of people are better able at keeping track of chat than they are at doing that while accomplishing sure, something sure. And and there's a handful of folks who have that ability. Uh, James Wapple, Sam Lenz, Jamie Daggers, like they all do a, a solid job of talking while painting. And mm-hmm. yeah, big big respect for that. And uh, no, no shade against the people who can't multitask eight things at the same time, but <laughs> well, especially that specifically that right. That's, yeah. Right. <laughs> Yeah, if you are trying to paint eyes while also reading uh, a little screen yeah, on the yeah. other side of your desk, <laughs> yeah, 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 and and thinking of something witty and appropriate to say to all the the, the you know, scrolling chat messages, yeah. yeah, not bad, not bad. See, I'd be afraid of that, like you know, catching things in the corner of my eye, just like quickly reading it and then giving like the dumbest response of, "Oh yeah, yeah, seen that before," and then. Quiet. Yeah, Terminators are pretty cool. Quiet. Yeah, sounds good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sounds good. Sounds good. I, yeah. Dark Angels, nice, 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 nice. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's the, uh, <laughs> what, what do they call that? The the Death Zone. What What are they? It doesn't I don't matter. know. It's not important. I don't know. Death Strike. What's the, Dark Angels have special names for all their little units. Oh, the, okay. Uh, uh, the Death Deathwing and, and Raven Guard. Yeah, there you go. So, I mean, there are other chapters within the G. You know all the. Uh, it it, 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 yeah, it, it, see, this is exactly what would happen. I'd be like, yeah, 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 yeah that, 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 whatever. <laughs> oh, you're working on the Death Wing? Yeah. Cool, 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 cool. Are you painting them 
orange? <laughs> yeah. Like, yes, exactly. <laughs> and then just slapping some other logos on the shoulder pads. Oh, you, you, really oh, you play the, the flying minotaur chapters? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> and, and then there's a the question, like, do you pull up an extra monitor, do a quick little cheeky Google search, and be like, oh, the flying minotaurs. Yeah, yeah. and then actually be able to, to carry on a conversation with the I, I like their checkered pattern. Yeah. You know, See, the, the thing, that can get a little dangerous. That happened to me the other day. I was talking to somebody in a Discord server, and uh, they they had mentioned, oh, yeah, I got this friend who's making this uh, specific type of chapter of Space Marine. I'm like, okay, I've never heard of that. And it's like this little wolf head logo. And, like, I go look it up, and I wish I hadn't. Oh, Okay. <laughs> I mean, it okay. was, uh, is it a sanctioned, uh, oh no, you know, no, 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 it's, no. uh, <laughs> what do they call it? Fan art kind of, <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's, it's, a, it's a custom chapter, a custom you, you call it something or other. I'm not even, we'll, uh, we'll put the name of this in the show notes so you can look <laughs> yeah. it up later. Yeah, no, they were. I'm just kidding. We're gonna forget. No, to do it was that. A, a variety of mm, interesting adult toys, if you will. Oh, okay. yeah. So okay. I mean, I guess. Hey, you wanna you wanna make your Space Marine chapter that thing? Like, by all means. Uh, but yeah, one of those things. So yeah, you know, looking stuff up on the fly could potentially. I mean, I don't know. Maybe that leads to an interesting thing on on the uh, chat where you're just like oh well thanks for that and now we have to move on <laughs> i don't know i don't know if it's good or bad thank you yeah thank you yeah i've been demonetized and now i need to look out how to uh ban a chatter you know yeah, right <laughs> yeah exactly uh does anyone in chat know how to ban somebody is that <laughs> yeah, uh, look that i'm learning I'm here gonna, guys i'm learning send, send me a link <laughs> yeah Someone could post a link on uh, how to ban a chatter. Oh, 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 they're spamming it. Look at, yeah. look at that. Oh, good. Okay. All right. I do feel like it would be better to have somebody moderating and feeding you questions. I don't I mean, it's yeah. just, it goes into the whole thing of like, if, if you're yeah. good at a one man TV show live, like, uh, all right, cool. I'm going to stop painting for a little while. I got to promote uh, Viking Lincoln 420 to moderators <laughs> so they can deal with this situation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> get your uh, your account deleted five minutes yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's been speed running. taken over <laughs> yeah you're just <laughs> speed running your twitch downfall you have to uh, come out with a youtube apology video <laughs> really go all the it's way it's not my fault it's <laughs> yeah. not my fault it was your fault <laughs> Like a Viking uh, while, 420 couldn't be while trusted. technically legally responsible under the terms of service, I do not feel morally <laughs> yeah. responsible for what Viking Lincoln 420 exactly. did in this situation. Exactly. <laughs> what have you been up to, Casey? <laughs> Man, I've been I've been doing a lot of building and painting Necrons, which I, I didn't expect to do ever. In my whole life, I have almost zero interest in that army. Never uh, say yeah, never. exactly. But uh, a, a very kind subscriber sent me quite a few boxes of uh, unopened Necrons and a bunch that he had kind of already painted and 
done some stuff with, and I thought, oh, it'd be fun to try and knock the whole thing out in one go. And of course, you know, I, I have a plan going in, and I thought it was going to work out, but here I am with a table full of, I don't know, way too many models that <laughs> need to be finished. And uh, I had I'd called in reinforcements. My my buddy Bo came in and and hung out for the last couple of days and from Crossbow that, Gaming. That's correct. Yeah, uh, on the YouTube. How do you spell that? X Bo. <laughs> X X Bo X X Phase yeah exactly um but yeah he came over and uh he was helping me out uh we stayed up till a good like two thirty in the morning last night and then they came back over early in the morning and uh we we'd been working pretty much all day and it's it's looking cool armies look cool. But there's still a lot more to do, and I've been using like green ink to to panel line all the the. Oh, so you're actually stuff. painting? Oh, yeah, now. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, okay. I mean, okay. you know, it's the the plan with such a large project is generally to airbrush ninety nine percent of it, and then hopefully finish some stuff off. And the scheme I have is pretty cool. Like it's a metallic blue, which is a little bit different, Ooh. and then super bright green ink for everything else. How are you doing the metallic blue? Uh, so all the models painted metallic and then with a transparent blue over the top. Yeah, okay. Which which works pretty good. So, but I ran out of like an ink uh, or what? golden high flow. Yeah, that's okay. what I usually like. It's like a phthalo blue, so it's very standard. And of course I mm-hmm. ran out and I don't have any other phthalo blue anywhere that I can make work, so I have to go get more. Uh, and I have like four models left to do. And of course they're the biggest ones. So, yeah, it's like things, things just kept going. The, you know, it, it was it was on track and then started falling behind and running out of stuff and almost ran out of primer, like the last maybe five sprays on a can to finish off the army. <laughs> it's cutting it close. There's two full spray paint cans of primer. Like, it was a lot of models. So... And it's such a good feeling when you just barely have enough paint <laughs> yeah. and such a bad feeling when, when you, you just, just barely right don't. Out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, I got to I gotta like go find more and do some stuff and then like hopefully finish this up and edit it and get it out next week. You know, I, I still have like a week technically go. to like is my personal deadline. It's not like I couldn't just skip it and work more, but. They look pretty cool. Uh, I'm pretty yep. happy with them so far. And uh, I've I've taken a couple all the way to the end just to make sure that the process is still good, looks good. The tests were good. Um, and yeah. that's definitely, they're definitely good. They're, they're different Necrons, which I like. They're not just, you know, T-800s with green instead of red. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, like uh, building them, huge, huge pain in the ass. Let me tell you, like, are you find as you're painting, are you finding some mold lines? Not so bad, actually. Like we, we definitely worked yeah. to when we built them because that was the first day was just building. You know, I wanted to make sure that at least we got the mold building lines. Building an army in a day is not bad. Not bad at all. That's pretty yeah, good. We, That's we worked pretty good. Yeah. Pretty fast and got a lot of stuff built. I mean, yeah, there, there's some cool stuff. Some of the, uh, like the newer kits obviously are pretty decent from the last couple of years. Um, actually the push fit ones were 
the best ones from Indomitus. Like all of those kits were pretty good. Um, Mm-hmm, but man, mm-hmm. the further you go back and some of the kits that I have that that guy sent me are from like 2011 and, and they yeah. are bad. They are bad. <laughs> like the, the books that come with them are incorrect. The actual instructions for building them oh. are not correct. The numbers on the sprues don't match. And so you kind of have to just look for the parts. It, it's not good. And it's really hit and miss. Um, and even some of the newer ones that aren't push fit have weird issues. It's, I don't know if it's, they just, you know, recast the new ones and, you know, and they're just like, this is good enough. We're not changing it. I don't know, but they, they never fixed any of the issues. Um, and I did run into one where there were two boxes from the same year that had different sets of sprues, completely different sets of sprues in them. But the uh-huh. same models. Huh. It was very strange. Well, I guess that was a that was a turnover year right there. I guess. They were yeah. both just as terrible though, so <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but yeah. So it's it's been uh it's been an adventure. Yeah, to say the least. Like building an entire army and painting an entire army in a couple of days is it's a big thing. Big thing to do. So tell me about the the experience of working with a partner like, um, you know, you you are working with Bo towards the same goal. Mm -hmm. It's not like you're just hanging out and each working on your own thing. Like you're working on the same stuff. How how is that going? Is that is that helping? Is there it's yeah, it's helping a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because there's no way. Is he doubling your effectiveness or more than that? Definitely doubling the effectiveness, um, especially because. For this specific project, like we're keeping everything very simple, right? I want to get it done as fast as possible. So there are only so many steps to actually accomplish the goal. So, you know, when you're talking, the hardest thing I think in the whole process is legitimately panel lining with green ink, which Mm -hmm. over a metallic coat with a glossy uh, golden high flow paint is a much easier job. Like yeah. it, it doesn't stick as much. So it, it definitely flows into the recesses a lot easier. Um, and that, yeah, he, uh, he had to leave um, earlier and I continued working and yeah, it was a noticeable drop in production. I still have like 30 or 40 models to do. And we were, we were knocking yeah. them out pretty quick, both of us there. And obviously like, you know, sitting with somebody talking, working towards the same goal, um. Yeah, it's just a lot more motivating. It, it keeps you focused. You know, yeah. like you're not wandering off to watch videos or whatever. I don't oh, know. Yeah. Seems good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's not bad at all. Um, I'm kind of bummed that he is uh, no longer helping me finish it because there's still a lot to do. <laughs> well, I believe in you. Yeah, I'm glad somebody does. Yeah, well, it's the start of the weekend. You can't get him over for a couple more days. No, so he had to leave because he yeah, had a, a friend from flying in from like Hong Kong. So yeah, oh, like, does his friend uh, play Necrons? Or? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. But uh, yeah, uh, this is my friend Casey from America. <laughs> yeah. This is your stool. Uh, here are your clippers. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
Follow the instructions. This is your green paint, uh-huh. and we're just putting it in these little ridges right here. Yeah, exactly. Yep. <laughs> I mean, anybody can no. do it. No. No, we can go to the casino after you finish. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure the dude's actually American. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. I know, I know. Um, but yeah, it's a... Yeah, so I don't I don't have any help. Plus I'm you know, it's the weekend and stuff's happening. So wait till Monday and then try and finish it off and hopefully I can make a cool video out of it. I mean whatever happens, happens. <laughs> You'll see. That's that's the it's gonna cool. be the video. So yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Mostly that though. Um yeah, that's that's pretty much been all consuming, like I I mean I hate building models seriously, like so much. Like I buy I try and buy everything put together. Doesn't matter what it looks like painted. Even fixing a kind of janky model feels more rewarding than starting from scratch. Um, because yeah, like the the okay. first day I started putting models together, I spent like four hours on a single kit. Yeah, it's not good. I like it. <laughs> I like putting models yeah, together. Once you, once you find every last one of those mold uh, lines, mm-mm, ain't nothing like uh, it. Ain't nothing like it. Uh, it's calming. It's zen-like. You can multitask a little bit. A little bit, yeah. That, yeah, yeah. I'm going gonna to try that on stream. I'm going to see if if the viewers rebel or not. I mean... If the Twitch viewers... I don't know. The, the, the pace... If I'm painting, the pace of painting isn't that interesting. Right. And so if, uh, if I focus more on the talking and just kind of don't have to look as much at the mold lines as I'm scraping and focus on the, the chatting and the interaction, mm-hmm. you know, mark the channel as a just chatting channel. Sit in the hot tub while I do it. I, I mean, to be to be honest, do, if you were in a hot tub scraping mold lines, that would certainly be more entertaining. Oh, well, we'll save that. That's uh, that's a card I can play right, later right. if I that's yeah. Fair. yeah pull it out your back. I don't, know if it'll, I don't know if it'll increase viewers, but <laughs> if I need to shake things up a little bit, yeah, yeah. just to shake things up, just just try it out, yeah, see what uh, happens. That's the hail mary. <laughs> yeah. That's the last resort. <laughs> You're like, I guess if I take half my clothes off this might end up working out or just dumpster fire i don't know no no straight uh t-shirt in the pool kind of oh, guy sure. yeah 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 yeah, yeah don't want to don't get that sunburn yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's right so what else um back to a couple of kickstarters run through those real quick uh, rosterizer is one that I backed the other day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So my understanding is that it's essentially, I mean, the description reads like Battle Scribe. Mm-hmm. I I don't want to be the guy that says Rosterizer is the new Battle Scribe. But right. <laughs> if you re- if someone were to write a description of Battle Scribe mm-hmm. and then write a description of Rosterizer, and you read those two blocks of text you might come to the conclusion that they're similar. Right, right. Anyway. <laughs> so they are directly competing third-party army builders. Third-party army build, building app that 
yeah, I think it works on cell phone or, or PC, mm-hmm. similar to Battlescribe. But that that's actually a service or a program or whatever you want to call it that I've used a lot. Mm-hmm. Like I'm I'm done buying a new rule book every th- three years that I won't want to read. I'm I'm done with that. Yeah. Just it may, maybe for an army that I literally do not have any edition codex yeah. for, just to like flip through and and get a little of the flavor mm-hmm. that'll you know but anyway when the day comes again that somebody wants me to play a game um obviously these apps work for you know warhammer and all the games workshop stuff but i think they work for a lot of other games too mm-hmm. or or that is users can upload stats to make them work right, yeah. for other games star wars legion uh, chatterpoint etc etc mech warriors i don't know you build a roster you build an army army builder rosterizer <laughs> look one of them yeah look i don't want, i want to be the guy that says that uh rosterizer is the new army builder but uh that's how it's going to be in my brain so well now that you backed it on kickstarter i mean you yeah. gotta you gotta back the horse, it on kickstarter. Right? You gotta keep it up it's, it's that's right good. that's right yep so Backed it on Kickstarter. I will try out Rosterizer in a few months or later this year or early next year, whenever it's actually yeah. out. And then I'll know whether it is a uh, updated Battlescribe or not. <laughs> I mean, we'll, we'll report back I in. I feel like, I, I mean, everybody's been kind of going on about how Battlescribe just got updated with everything. I have seen none of this discussion. Okay. okay. As far as I know, it's all good to go. It's mint. It's great. Okay. I mean, I've I have gotten a lot of use out of Battlescribe. Mm-hmm. Some of the features are a little old and clunky. clunky there was yeah. definitely a period of time where it wasn't being updated very regularly, mm-hmm. and so just in general, I think competition is a good oh, yeah. thing. Having yeah. a couple, having a couple options out there, and and seeing which one ends up being the best, seeing which one works mm-hmm. for you, awesome, cool, cool, cool. The irony, of course, so, that like the company that has an army builder on their side just didn't bother it's like they they could have just done it or at least like bought one of them that's a whole other conversation though yeah i i saw a snippet of news that there's some sort of army builder for warhammer being included in warhammer plus but my two-year subscription to warhammer plus runs out in a few days so that's that's good because i got an email today that said they're raising the price to 6.99 i think a month in the scheme of things that's not bad oh i know but i mean it's it's begun but they make me remember my password every time (laughs) i go to that site that's what they're hoping and you're just like i don't want to Yeah, if I if I go to Hulu or Netflix or whatever, I haven't entered a password on those for like three yeah. years, and I have no idea what my <laughs> yeah. Netflix password is, which is a good thing that my computer remembers it. But yeah, but yeah. uh, if I want to finish watching the the Warhammer Plus animation, I started Monday and finish it up on uh, Tuesday. I got to re-enter that password. I got to crack my own code. Yeah. I don't know. I'm getting old, Casey. That's <laughs> it's not always so easy. No, I yeah. feel you. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I, I have to look stuff up on my phone sometimes. So it'll save passwords on my phone, you know, in its own thing. Okay. So it'll okay. be like, uh, how come I, my computer doesn't remember my password? Like maybe my phone remembers my password. <laughs> I gotta like double check, you know? 
Yeah. I mean, that's, it reminds me of just going to gamesworkshop.com and every time you go there, it, it is completely confused about what country you live yeah, in. Yeah, that, that kills like, me. Seriously. Every other website I go to has such hyper-targeted ads that know exactly what town I live in, like mm-hmm, what mm-hmm. suburb I'm living in. And this one's like, I don't know, we defaulted you to Canada. Did we get it right on gamesworkshop.com? Yeah. There's no, <laughs> no. no. <laughs> What, are you just joking with me? I don't live in Quebec City. Like, <laughs> get out of here. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, uh, I, I've done that. I've gone through and, like, looked at stuff, added things to a cart, and been like, this this yeah. doesn't seem right. And then it's like, oh, you got you to gotta redo that. Oh, Australian yeah, dollars. Yeah, that'll yeah. do it. That's yeah. why I was adding yeah, yeah. things to the cart. I'm like, oh, look at this. <laughs> oh, wait. Never mind. Dude, every time I go on there, I'm still surprised even when I get it into USD. Mm-hmm. It it increases the prices increase so frequently that i have never not been surprised by the prices when i go to the games workshop store like i was uh on the site a couple days ago and there is a a female imperial guard like special Mm -hmm. character but it is just a guardswoman like it's a guardswoman Mm -hmm. and she i don't know she has her foot up on a rock and it's a plastic guardswoman for forty (laughs) dollars yeah that's i mean that's the character and model. Track is like, oh no, that's U.S. dollars. Yeah. Like, uh, oh my goodness, like twenty-five millimeter base. Okay, awesome, great, cool, 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 cool. <laughs> anyway, what else is new? Uh, oh, I also backed. Uh, speaking of finding more affordable Imperial Guard, <laughs> yeah. I, uh, <laughs> hey, this transition's gonna <laughs> yeah, work. This All works right. great since we both backed as Kickstarter. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, of course you yeah. did. You did, yeah, yeah. So the. Oh. What's it called? Yeah, War Horses? Horses from Victoria Miniatures. Is is that the full name? War Horses? Project, Project. War Horse. Yeah, Project yeah, War Horse. That's what it is. See, yeah. it up, so Victoria Miniatures is a company with a long history of making awesome looking alternative sculpts for Imperial Guard, often featuring female models. Um, I think the War Horses looked like it was a lot of uh, uh, male sculpts. I'm sure they all, that's fine. they might all be. Yeah. But I mean, it's. Okay. Okay. Whatever. But it's essentially this one is essentially Rough Riders. Yeah. yeah. Like like good sculpts for Rough Riders, and you can get it as STL downloads, or it's also being cast in a combination of CO cast, and with some bits being manufactured by three D printing. Yeah. Which, I it's weird because I haven't seen a lot, or maybe I just didn't look it up enough on their their campaign of them explaining the manufactured 3d printing and how that isn't exactly the same as what you're getting at home because i feel like that doesn't sell it enough you know well you and i should check this out Mm -hmm. but okay let's see if let's see if we can explain it here when you are casting something in a two-part mold there are geometric limitations on what you can do. And so, like, a lot of the old single-piece metal minis are kind of flat with, like, both arms out to the side or one arm over the head and one arm out to the side. Like, the overall shape of the mini is flat because it needs to be cast in a two-part mold and you pull the, the parts of the mold apart and you got the mini in between, sandwiched in there. And there's just certain things that you 
cannot do with a two-part mold. Yeah. And so the solutions are either to make a whole lot more pieces. So, you know, the the really nice modern GW sculpts sometimes will have like 20 pieces for a cavalry. Yeah. Or, or for a cavalry model, yeah. you know. And that's because, yeah, the... the Oh, I don't even know the the words for them, but like <laughs> the the flowing capes, the space in between the armor and the cape, and the the space in between the body and the reins. Yeah. You know, there's there's a lot of things that you need to have separate pieces. And you know, one classic example is a bolt gun for space marines. Mm-hmm. The it, there's the classic saying of drill your barrels for bolt guns because you can't cast a gun that has a hole running down the center of the barrel. And for the very few weapons that do have uh, a hollow barrel, they come in two parts and you're putting two parts of the barrel together to, to make that hollow. Um, But anyway, 3d printers have a whole different set of limitations on them. And you can print a single piece that would have taken 10, 15, 20 cast, uh, you know, like two-part mold cast pieces mm-hmm. to assemble. And and sometimes you can print something that's like you, you don't even know how to get your paintbrush in to paint something yeah. because the 3D printer was just able to, to layer it all up. And, you know, we saw this at Adepticon um, that uh, DTR... Uh, Ramon Yon was was showing us the printed as a single piece print a man standing inside like a cage jail yeah. and you know if 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 you were building that out of a plastic kit that would be at least five yeah. pieces <laughs> the guy would be realistically seven or eight a bunch yeah. and then the cage would be a bunch and then you'd have to glue it all together yeah. straight yeah yeah. So there are some shapes that a 3D printer can just do in a single shot mm-hmm. and and work perfectly fine. And, and you know, the 3D printer has some limitations on making sure that you know, it can be supported all the way from the build plate up to the, the top tip of the mini, but it can do a, a ton of shapes that casting cannot. And so my understanding is that for the easy stuff to do in a two-port mold, that's going to be in CO-cast. Mm-hmm. And for the stuff that's a little more tricky, that's going to be uh, production-level quality 3D prints. Yeah. And so I think the example we heard is like the mouths of the horses. Oh, yeah, sure. That makes I, sense. I I think, you know, we were chatting at, at Adepticon with um, Dave Baker at Trenchworks and... Uh, yeah, the the DTR guy, but I think, yeah, there's there's just some parts on the model that really benefit from the 3D printing technology, mm-hmm. and there are other parts that are just easy to do, two-part mold with CO-cast, and I think the idea is, yeah, it's going to be two different materials in the models, but they both work fine together. You're going to need to use super glue on either of those materials and so you can use super glue to join the two different materials together um but i'm interested in seeing more of this i think in general this is something that we're going to see a lot more of on like kickstarter sized projects Mm -hmm. 
uh, especially for, I mean, Victoria Miniatures is a well-known company. It's not a big company. Uh, it's a, I think it's essentially just Victoria Lamb who then contracts out to a couple of folks to do manufacturing for her. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah. Um, but it, it's interesting because, you know, we're seeing this kind of mix of technology and um, I just would have thought that they would have had something on there. I mean, you think about the durability of 3D printing, right? I mean, obviously, choose a different depends kind of on, resin, you do different things. Yeah, it depends on the resin. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, but that's the first thing that comes to my mind. It's like, oh, man, it's like a mix. Okay. You know, we'll see, I guess. I'm I'm not worried about it. Personally. I, I am excited yeah. to see. I'm I'm very curious. This is not something that we are used to experiencing from from miniatures right. that we buy, yeah. but um, I think it's I think it's going to work out fine. I think so too. Yeah. No, I'm. I'm yeah, I think whether we like it or not, it's something we're going to see more of going forward. Anyway. Yeah. And there definitely are some companies who are starting to do manufacturing with three D printers. And that's just going to keep getting better and better and better. Mm -hmm. uh, less assembly, no mold lines, and as long as the durability is where you want it, awesome. awesome. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I think durability is probably the number one issue. Um, I mean, I've seen pretty insane resins that you can buy, you know, throwing the model on the floor kind of thing, and it's perfectly fine. So, yeah. Yeah. But I've also broken a lot of 3D prints. <laughs> yeah. Like in, <laughs> For anyone who, who doesn't spend a lot of time with 3D prints, like my home printed models are the most brittle of, of any of the models that I have. And in everyday use, it's totally fine. But yeah, if you drop it on a hard floor, you're going to be cracking elbows and knees. Yeah, for sure. yeah a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a sad day. Paint a 3D model. Drop it. Mm -hmm. <sighs> <laughs> yeah, because it does. It's not like an arm flies off. No, it shatters. That's what happens. Yeah, it can. It can. It yeah. can. Multiple pieces, <laughs> like across a face, cut right in the yeah. face. Yeah. Well, for science, you're gonna have to paint up a warhorse with the Rough Rider <laughs> cavalryman, and yeah. uh, let us know how it goes. Yeah. No, I'm. I am excited about it. I. Uh, I missed almost everything as far as Imperial Guard goes. And I've never really taken to it very much. I actually, I missed Victoria's last Kickstarter with the Rattlings. The little... Those look yeah, great. And I, I like those. Those models. I'm actually more excited about. Yeah. I'm more excited about those than the, the War Horses. I'm sorry that I, <laughs> I missed. Well, I mean, you can still buy them. You can just go to oh, the, yeah, yeah. whatever, the Victoria Miniatures website and buy those Rattlings. Mm. But they are halfling snipers or yeah. something. They're alternative you know, models for, yeah. for halfling snipers from the old Imperial Guard range. Mm -hmm. And they are hilarious and they're sitting around their campsite and cleaning their guns and drinking coffee and they, they look great. Yeah, they look basically great. hobbits with sniper rifles. It's fantastic. Well said. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah, yeah, the yeah, old yeah. the old metal models I've, I've actually bought a bunch of because I think they're really cool. Right. Um, yeah. And so to see those, you know, because uh, I saw those at Adepticon, I didn't even know there was a Kickstarter for it, so I missed out. Obviously, I just buy them, but um, yeah, like kind of, kind of revisiting some of the older types of models that were in that range that are actually just more exciting than what Games Workshop has provided in the last decade. 
is really nice. Um, like I've seen some fun things. I've done projects for other people uh, using really old like uh, Talarn Raiders and just things that you don't see anymore. And I think it's great. So I'm I'm excited yeah. for these horses. I uh, I I can't remember which ones I ended up with. It was the more modernish military looking ones. I want to say. Yeah. So I think the, the, this Warhorse project had five different, what are they called, guard regiments? Something or, like that, yeah. yeah. Types of model. Basically, these uh, modern soldiers on horse cavalry, but kind of from five different planets. Mm-hmm. And so you got the, the desert ones, you got the you know super buttoned up dress uniform ones. Yeah. 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 Some cool options. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. So yeah, Kickstarter's definitely coming in hot this week, which is pretty nice. Um I think that's it for Kickstarters. I haven't I'm back to any other Kickstarters recently. I don't know about you. Those are the ones I saw. I mean there's Kickstarters going on all the time, but those are the ones that yeah. I backed recently. Very nice, very nice. Well, cool. Um do you got anything else for hobby this week you want to talk about before we get into some of these topics? Nothing nothing too important. I uh I did decide to go to ReaperCon this oh, year. Oh, okay. And so I'm I'm not going to Gen Con this year. And Gen Con has been one that I've gone to most years mm-hmm. that haven't been infected with a terrible plague <laughs> sweeping sure, the land. Sure. Yeah. Most of the non-plague years, I've been going to Gen Con, which is in early August, and ReaperCon is in Texas, and it's in late August, and it's basically, okay, that's enough conventions, and uh, I'm all conventioned out for the month of August. (laughs) Um, But I I decided to take this year off from Gen Con, and enough folks told me how good ReaperCon was that, yeah, I'm going to go to... Dallas Fort Worth, Texas area to check out ReaperCon this year, which is a smaller mini painting focused convention, obviously centered around Reaper miniatures. Mm-hmm. But there are uh, other companies that come in for the vendor hall. There's painting competitions, painting classes, um, and it's uh, it's another embassy suites apparently filling up a, a hotel convention center. And I signed up for a decent number of activities. It's uh, okay. it seems like a smaller convention, so the the strategy of just wandering around and seeing what happens <laughs> yeah. might might run thin quicker than at other convention. Maybe not. I don't know. I but, guess you'll find out, won't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I signed up for a lot of stuff to to keep me busy either way. Mm-hmm. But uh, I know a lot of people go to ReaperCon every year. A lot of people love it, and. I'm looking forward to to meeting some new folks there. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, that sounds pretty awesome. And it's a it's crazy how time flies, man, cuz I feel like we were just at Adepticon and like well, we got to we got to book hotels for Adepticon here oh, soon. Oh, yeah, it's actually funny. Um, and I will share this on the podcast cuz I think it's funny. Uh oh. Uh oh. Okay. <laughs> um so Eric from Eric's Hobby Workshop, right? He he missed out on the like convention hotel uh the last two years that that we've all uh-huh. gone right um and he was super bummed about it the first year and he he said i i'm gonna make sure 
to get it the next year. And he didn't. He missed it again. <laughs> and so randomly, like, I think it was today, actually, uh, he messaged uh, an Adepticon group that I'm in. Uh, you're in, too, I think. But um, he's like, uh, when, do, when do these tickets, when can I get a hotel? Is it now? Is now the time? And everyone's like, dude, that's just not now. No, <laughs> it's like months from now. <laughs> I think it's I think it's one month yeah, from now. I mean, it's coming up. And I think it's a five minute window <laughs> yeah, that you need to be uh, alert and ready and your internet connection needs to be pristine yeah, during yeah, that time. Exactly. But, but I just yeah. thought that was very funny because he's like way early this time. And, yeah. Uh, you yeah. need the ability to enter your name and credit card number with such confidence uh, and the ability yeah. to hit the the enter button with no regrets and see what yeah, happens it's, it's a yeah. no regrets situation like i mean and realistically yolo yeah. you just be like never mind i don't want it yeah. anymore you, you need to be buying like a 200 hundred dollar hotel room with just with with mad <laughs> yeah. speed without looking back without mm -hmm. uh proofreading anything yeah yeah <laughs> um i just thought that was, that was pretty funny because it, it, it does sell out so fast and yeah, we've gotten lucky the last couple of years. So wanna wanna continue that streak. <laughs> like yeah. I, I've gotten lucky. Oh yeah. well, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Um But yeah, I mean we're already, you know, it's already almost August and more conventions like Gen Con's coming up, Reapercon's coming up. It's insane. It's insane. Time yeah. flies. So that should be cool though. Yeah. Should be real cool. Speaking of time flying, uh, congratulations. I hope Casey <laughs> and eBay Miniature Rescues is going to hit 100,000 subscribers on YouTube imminently, probably as long as we didn't just jinx it. So uh, you never know. You never know. Uh, thank you. Thank uh, you. Yeah. Head, head on over to eBay Miniature Rescues and see how that's going. Right. And if you want to be funny, you can either subscribe or unsubscribe and just make it waffle <laughs> over the, the 100K line. To, you know. That's the last thing I need right now. It's just that like extra bit of like I'm right at the finish line and it just tanks by 20 or 30. Oh, man. Don't do that. Please don't do that. I can't. I can't take it. I don't know. Funny ideas just come yeah, to me. Yeah. I, just, I just spit them out without consideration. I, I can yeah. tell. <laughs> uh, yeah well thanks man yeah it's it's right on the edge it's got like 40 left you know at, at least right now i assume by the time this comes yeah. out it'll hopefully have surpassed that yeah we'll see we'll see but things are looking good so well well learned people like seeing those old nasty minis become pretty cool minis yeah I think that's pretty fun. I'm glad other people think it's pretty fun. Heck yeah. yeah. Heck yeah. Yeah, it's good. Uh, you you going to celebrate with a cake? I mean, I don't or... want to. <laughs> like, okay. my wife has been okay. saying it for the last, like, year or so. She's like, so, uh -huh. so you're going to hit that 100K, right? We're going to have a party. And I'm like, no. No, we're not going to have a party. Because what would I... You I don't know. Like as discussed, you need to finish painting Necrons yeah, that day. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I got I got work to do. I don't need a party. Uh, bleary eyed, <laughs> he, he looks up from his plasma matriarch. 
a nod of acknowledgement, mm. a mm. solemn recognition of a milestone achieved, yeah. and then yeah. just right back to those green panel lines. It's literally, literally how it's going to go. Like, just like refresh the browser every so often and go, oh, sweet. <laughs> Sounds like a yeah. plan. Maybe I'll, uh, I don't know. I'll have like a soda or something and mm-hmm. sit there. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't really thought about it too much. <laughs> I mean, I suppose it's uh, it's nice that like I can I'll get that uh, plaque right. Hundred K plaque. That's what you can do with your day is figure out how to convince YouTube to send you a plaque. Right, I've heard that's because they do not make yeah, it easy. I've heard that's kind of a huge pain. <laughs> like I'm sorry, but uh, no, I need the plaque. Like it, plaque. Why or, do you think I did yeah, all this? That's yeah. the only reason. I just. Wanted your thirty dollar plaque. Thank you. The friends we made along the way. No, no. 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 <laughs> that was for nothing. I must have this plastic plaque. <laughs> yeah, on a plaque that with the name of a much larger company on it. eBay, <laughs> yeah. <guess. laughs> uh, yeah, I wonder if I uh, do they count the name or if I changed it real quick. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're like, I'm now Goobertown Rescues, and then it'll they'll send me that plaque. <laughs> Massive respect, dude. And then you could, dude, if you did an unboxing, like, I mean, it's it's been done. Nobody cares. Yeah. Like the 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 uh, the channel owner is the only person that cares. But if you did one of those, I got something from YouTube today. Let's unbox <laughs> this plaque. And it just and it just yeah. yeah. Viking Lincoln yeah, exactly. 420, like congrats on uh, 100,000 subscribers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> You'll never show it to anybody. Yeah. Dragon, Dragon Sex 69, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it's got to have the 69 in it or else, uh, like, yeah, it's not good enough. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. You have, you have the option to do something funny here, Casey. And Yeah, know, I mean. Think about it. I'll, I'll think about it. I don't know how hard I'll think about that, but you know, whatever. <sighs> I don't know. We're there, or at least probably there by the time this comes Congratulations. out. Congratulations. Yeah. That is pretty cool. That is pretty cool. <laughs> and thank you, uh, thank you, dear listeners, for, for making that possible. Oh, very much. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. It's still, it's still insane, honestly. Like, you know, five years yeah. ago, you and I were chatting on, uh, I don't even know if it was Discord then. Oh, I don't know. I think we were just leaving comments on each other's uh, videos, but. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah just yeah. being like, those are uh, some sweet yellow goblins you got there. That's, that's pretty nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We got a lot in yeah. common. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Similar tastes in goblins. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, that's yeah, fair. Yeah. That's very fair. Oh, goblins are good. They just are. Goblins are good. Yeah. No, I had a I have a clear memory of me being at less than one hundred subscribers and you being more than one hundred <laughs> subscribers and wonder if this big YouTuber will talk to me. Oh, I know. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. It's so ridiculous. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, yeah. It was like that for a while, I remember. I mm-hmm. think up until like 
I mean, once we hit a, a certain spot, it was like five or six thousand. I think uh, your channel like quadrupled, <laughs> and then. Yeah, well, there was a there was a moment in there when you uh, put out your your Green Knight video, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. where you shot way back past me again, way back past me. <laughs> and eventually caught up. Eventually, yeah. Green Goblins, Green Goblin, or not Green Goblins, <laughs> Yellow Goblins. They help. They oh help. yeah, yeah, man. I've been I've been thinking about that too. I mean, I've been thinking about it for a long time because I still haven't finished those goblins. Those exact yeah. goblins, like what you saw in that video, is all I painted. Um, but mm -hmm, I'm definitely mm -hmm. thinking about doing something like that. I, I'm going to buy like 500 of them. We're going to do that. That sounds mm -hmm. awesome. That sounds awesome. I've, I've slowly been picking them up at, at Adepticons. Like, yeah. you know, I got, I got myself a good 30 or 40 of them at this last Adepticon, yeah, yeah. The, the bit seller. But yeah, if you, if you find any sweet goblin scores. Oh Yeah. Right on. Yeah, you know what you need to yeah. do. Yep. Actually, you know yep. what? Yep. Now that you mention it, I kind of did. Ooh. Yeah, that's right. Did you seal the deal? Oh, yeah. No, I, I bought them, like, immediately, uh, of course, because mm -hmm. it's what you got to do, you know? The true warrior jumps on that opportunity. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I bought 69. <laughs> no joke. <laughs> 69 of the like uh what are they, the the grots from 40k the gretchen the old oh, okay. old ones the like second edition ones oh the monocles yeah. ones with their auto yes, yes. auto guns. About 69 yeah. of them for like 30 bucks cool yeah. so i was pretty happy about that and then uh the dude sent him off and then he messaged me. It's like, um, so I think my wife dropped her wallet in the box of Gretchen. So if you'd please let me know, that would be great. Uh, her wallet was not in the box. So bummer. <laughs> yeah. But I got six. I'll keep your secret, Casey. Gretchen yeah. And a new TV. <laughs> uh, did you, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was going to ask you what you bought with a wallet that wasn't in yeah, the box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. New TV. All right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> no, that that was one of the more weird uh, eBay messages I've gotten for sure. That's that's up there. Yeah. That's that's silly. That's silly. Um. So I, I not as not as silly, but I actually had a conversation with somebody I bought something from on eBay five years ago. Okay. Yeah. So uh, Robert is the guy who owns and operates and, and does all the labor for Typhoon Paint or Typhoon Painting. Uh, this is the company that takes old laboratory grade vortex mixers mm -hmm. like like heavy pieces of steel that have the, you know, the little cup sticking out and you put your paint bottle on the cup and it spins around like crazy. Yeah. And this guy, Robert at Typhoon Painting, Typhoon Mixers, he just goes on eBay or whatever. He buys up lots of crusty laboratory equipment that's just covered in weird powders and you know mm. whatever it's some working some not working 
but he brings all that stuff in, he disassembles it, he cleans it up, he fixes anything that might be a little bit janky with the electronics, you know, reconditions them, and then he gives them a fresh red coat of paint, puts them back together, slaps a Typhoon Vortex or sticker on the side of it, and I bought one of those... I think five years ago yeah. now, and I am a happy customer. But anyway, you just had a chance to to talk with him on the phone recently, and he's still at it. He's uh, I think he said he hit a total of a thousand restorations recently, oh, wow. and he did the math, and it was like I don't know if he said seven thousand pounds or seven tons or something, but it's like a lot of material that he he kept out of the dump that way. Yeah. That makes sense, yeah. I mean, mean, this is this is just heavy, built like a tank, laboratory equipment that's probably from the 80s, some of it from the 90s, but it's just stuff that's like, yeah, this is industrial grade, and plus they don't build them like that anymore. And um, I've seen a few folks using the, like, plastic blue kind of rubberized top vortex mixers. Like those, okay, you yeah. have one of those, yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, but there's a few, there's a few paint mixers that are, you know, kind of float around on social media, mm-hmm. and and they're cool, but they're they're fine. They work, yeah, that's about it. <laughs> yeah, they work. Just enough. they work. They mix your paint. There you go. There you go. Um, but yeah, the the stuff that Robert's doing at, at Typhoon Painting is not that much more expensive, mm-hmm. and it's like it's real. Like, yeah, like a actual, brand yeah. new, a brand new lab grade Vortexer is probably like $700 these days. And it, these reconditioned ones are, it's like selling them 125 maybe 150 for yeah. the, the heaviest duty that models. That's pretty good. And yeah, it's, it's just one of the, it's one of those stupid luxuries that you really don't need. Right. But it also, it feels cool. And especially for me, because I, you know, science background, mm-hmm. it feels cool to just have a piece of lab equipment with a sweet coat of red paint on it that it goes professionally real reconditioned. Yeah. Yeah. Shakes your paint really fast. <laughs> real good, really good. And and these days, I mostly just use it to uh, dislodge the, the shaking ball inside the yeah. paint. And then once the, once the ball is actually mobile, then I just do the normal shaking thing and it's all good. Mm-hmm. But... Touch it, touch the vortexer for a few seconds. Shake like normal for a few more seconds. Paint's ready yeah, to go. Yeah. Um, I don't know. That's that's not a particularly important topic, but uh, hadn't hadn't mentioned that little bit of equipment for a while, mm-hmm. and it's something that sits under my desk and so never shows up on camera. Uh, it keep it right by my feet because I mean the the thing, <laughs> the thing shakes around, and if I do it on my desk, like. Like it doesn't move, like the 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 tank like unit does not move. It stays <laughs> yeah. solidly exactly where you put it on the, the desk. The rubber feet but shake the entire the desk, desk hums. Yeah. Like yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's so good. <laughs> so instead, I put it you know down near my feet on the carpet so that uh, a little more calm when I when I need to yeah, shake. Yeah, that's a good good call. No, and that's the last thing you need is your desk shaking and moving at all. <laughs> Yeah. No, that's the, the, very the indicative of start power. moving around your uh, <laughs> your table. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the one I have, I have to like hold down so it doesn't move. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty small. 
I don't know. One of these days, I may do an episode featuring a, a couple of like reduce, reuse, recycle types of initiatives that are around in our hobby. And in that case, the the Typhoon paint mixers will be a part of that. And mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. He he also has a line of like laser cut plywood paint racks. Oh, okay. And so that's that's another thing you can get there. There's there's a lot of companies that that sell those. He's, yeah. Uh, he talks me into, well, I, I I don't need those. That's that's not how I organize my desk. Mm-hmm. But his his sales pitch is that the circular cutouts for the holes for in the paint rack are offset. Each row is offset, so you and can so actually read just, your paints. Yes, so you can actually read your paints, All right. and also geometrically, you get more paints into a smaller area. So for a certain size on the desk, it's yeah. It's it's yeah. better than the ones that just come in neat rows. I mean that's you know? fair because so, I have that literal yeah. complaint about some of mine. Okay, so okay, if you want uh, one of those wooden paint racks, but where the paint bottles are offset with each alternating row, mm-hmm. so you can read the labels and fit a few more in there. Yeah, there you go. Oh, that's that's you good go. on him. He's he's recognizing Typhoon a problem paint. and and fixing it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. very cool. I mean, I don't. I don't think it's recycled plywood, but yeah, in the scheme of things, plywood's not too bad for the environment. So yeah, the, the theme still holds. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's it's wood. It's fine. Yeah, that's renewable. You get some more wood. Yeah, yeah. grow grow the wood. Um, but you know, as a serious point, if you're getting like the acrylic, the clear plastic nail polish uh, racks, mm-hmm. as those will break, and eventually you just throw those out. Yeah. Probably they'll last for a while, but eventually you'll break the clear plastic nail polish rack, yeah. and it will it will no longer be something you want on your desk <laughs> after a while. Well, uh, yeah, they, they so, don't they don't look yeah. very good. They yeah. just don't. I use I use the steel nail polish racks. Yeah. That's what I like. Yeah, you know what I'm talking yeah, about. Oh, look yeah. behind me. Yeah, check out Paint Razor the <laughs> podcast on the web zone. Uh, and uh, look behind See you. These. The steel nail steel polish racks. Yeah. Racks steel. of paint. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I went the uh, the MDF route with the Hobby Zone. Yep. I like those. Yep. Those are pretty nice. Um, yep. I think they're offset. They're not really. Okay. Like a little, okay. but not, not okay. really. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, right, though. Well, anyways, now that we've talked about that, yeah, it's been an hour. It's a pretty good podcast, right there. I mean, that's fair. Oh, I bought a couple of bottles of Vallejo Express and I tried them out. I seem fine. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. good. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. In on the on the whole. Uh, Contrast paint conversation, contrast paint, speed paint, Vallejo Express. Like, I think we're at a point in my mind, they're all slap chop juice. What color do you want? Does your local store have it? What's the price? Slap chop juice. Does it come in a good bottle or a stupid bottle? I mean, yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's and that's where we're at, right? Like, you want slap chop juice? Like, how's it pour? Yeah, yeah. That's the way it is. Yeah. 
there was a point where contrast paint was a really big thing, and then for a little while, speed paint was a really big thing, and now there's uh, a bunch of options out there, mm -hmm. and just get you whatever color of slap chop juice you want. There, yep, 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 yep. That yep. makes a lot of sense. Uh, <laughs> in some news, just because we're talking about. You got some new different types okay. of paints and such with companies who uh -huh, manufacture uh -huh. these things. Uh, Elric's right. Hobbies, who does like the resin bases and a bunch of other stuff, they were uh, so they are now, as far as I know, buying secret weapon miniatures, or at least this interest. As far me. as I know, it's their bases, but I it might be the rest of it too. I mean, I hope it is. Okay. That's the Because okay. from where I'm sitting, I can see my supply of secret weapon pigment powders and secret weapon colored washes, and those were were very important to me as I yeah. was getting back into things. Yeah, yeah. no, they, they've got a good variety of just standard colored washes that are pretty decent. Um, yep. The, some of their colors are like just the right version of that color for me. Yep. Um, so I, and I, I mean, they're, uh, what is it like rubber black or tire black or whatever? It's kind of blue. Oh, for the actual, for their actual paints. Yeah. Yeah. For their paints. Yeah. 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 Tire black is a classic. Yeah. Good blue black. color. Yeah. It's just, it's, it just works. Right. Um, yeah. so it's stuff like that, that I'm, I'm missing and I didn't get any more of, and I can't get, obviously they're not in business anymore. So Kind of awesome to hear that uh, all or part of that company is is being purchased or remanufactured through Elric's hobby. So I'm yeah. pretty happy about that. Well, I hope they I hope they keep the the branding on it. I would it, I would it hope would be, so. It would make my heart yeah. happy to see uh, Secret Weapon around. So my memory is that Secret Weapon is one of the companies that closed up shop during COVID yes. and just. Um, yeah, we're we're not making enough money to stay open, and that was that was sad to see. Mm -hmm. But uh, and it's still sad. But if we if we get them resurrected in some form, that'll make me happy. Yeah, I'll be I'll be quite pleased yeah. with that. Yeah. And you're the only person I've heard this from, but I you're, <laughs> you're normally good on sourcing, right? You know what you're talking. I about. mean, generally, you know, occasionally, not at all, <laughs> but generally, no. I saw it on their uh, uh, secret weapon. Facebook page, so I mean, All I right. feel like that's a decent enough source. Like, it's a thing. Let somebody it's a bit of happy news right there. I like that. Yeah, yeah. I feel yeah, it made me feel good. I was, I was like, all right, that's made my day for sure. I'm just hoping to get another bottle of tire black. Heck yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, why don't we just answer a couple of these hobby questions and. uh Okay. We'll just, we'll just kind of go from there. What's the, the technical... Do a little rapid fire. Yeah, rapid fire yeah, topic go. of the show. All right, quick one. How do you, Brent, feel about the hobby now as compared to when you started? Oh, I still like it. Okay, okay. Still like okay, it. That's, that's yeah, I, I know some more stuff now. Uh, I know I know where to find cool stuff now. Mm -hmm, I know where mm -hmm. to find cool cool paints. I know where to find cool models, but... I I continue to have a childlike joy when I see a new sculpt that I haven't seen before and, and I quite enjoy. 
Um, we, you and I talked about this a little bit when we were both starting to acquire conquest models that, and part of this is having to do with the difference between us being children (laughs) versus being adults. Uh But, but there was a, a time very early on in our painting but also just early on in our lives mm-hmm. when, you know, there's that, like, childlike joy of consumerism of getting a box of models yes. that is not quite the same anymore. No, no, it's not. I don't know if that's because we burned out our dopamine receptors <laughs> or, little, or what it uh, is. Over, over but, uh, saturation yeah. and yeah. Like, just doing it so much, I think. Yeah, there's there's a meme online of like someone with a super happy face getting their first box of models. And then the meme is the exact same happy face getting your hundredth box of models. And I don't think that's true, actually. Like, yeah, I wouldn't agree with that. Yeah. yeah. No, I I don't agree with that at all. It's like 20 percent of the joy, maybe. (laughs) I was it's funny, actually, I was having this conversation, this exact conversation with uh, Bo yesterday about magic cards. Right. Oh, sure. Of like, you, yeah, you get those, you get those packs, yeah. man. You crack them open. You don't know what you're gonna get after you've cracked enough packs. Like, it's not exactly as ex- as exciting as it used to be. Sure. Like, no, that's that's a that's a great yeah. example. Um, I mentioned conquest because both of us about yeah. a year ago, when we were doing our research about the conquest factions and all that, mm-hmm. and we were trying to find eBay sellers for conquest minis. Like there were, we both experienced a sliver of that mm-hmm. discovery and <laughs> materialistic <laughs> want. That's very true. <laughs> yeah, like the the a, a sliver of the good feeling that capitalism can give you. Like we both had like a, a little bit of like the <laughs> the, the Christmas feeling. Oh. Like, oh I want those dwig holes. Yeah, like, yeah. It, like, <laughs> not in the just like, yeah, these are pretty cool models. Maybe right. a paint what these one of these day, which is what realistically a lot of our purchases are as yeah. people who've been in the hobby for a while and have big collections. Um every once in a while, for whatever reason, we can experience that again of like, oh man, I have not seen this before. Let me let me get some of this. Yeah. Um but the the pure materialistic joy does diminish but still uh, the joy of like acquisition but exactly what you're talking mm-hmm. about of like buying a magic pack and opening it up i think i think that goes away uh get habituated your dopamine receptors just quit on yeah. you uh, yeah well and, and especially if but, you've been like and, and not that it's exactly the same as models um because you know what's yeah. what's the picture is on the box is what you're getting generally, so right. you know at least with magic there's that like tempering expectations. The more packs you open, you have to be like, nope, this is not gonna work out for me. <laughs> and then being excited when it's actually decent, right? Um, of course, of course. So at least with models, um, it's like, well, I know what I'm buying, <laughs> and and that's not just. That is not the only joy we get from this hobby. Right. Like, yeah, there is yeah. there is all the the sense of accomplishment of painting minis. Mm-hmm. There's the relaxation of of sitting there with a podcast and moving paint around a mini with your brush. Yeah. Uh, there's yeah, just sitting around talking about this hobby. Like there's there are so many 
enjoyable parts of the hobby that continue to grow with us and and continue to be very rewarding. Um, but it it is a little different uh, going forward. But yeah, yeah, some of it's the same. Some of it is, you know. I still don't like building models very much. <laughs> Uh, that actually, that, I think that has changed um, from like when I started because when I did get a new box, it was that like, oh man, I got this sweet box of models. I have no idea what's in here or what it's going to do, right? And so building those and like discovering what the thing looks like at the end was pretty rewarding, uh, you know, doing uh, conversions early on. Um, mm-hmm you know, made things fancy and new and different. And, you know, now it's, I don't know, like if I get a new box, I feel like, oh man, so much work, (laughs) you know, like, but then again, you know, if I find, if I found that same box and it was $30 more for the same box and it was built, man, I'd be pretty stoked. (laughs) Like, no, not going to lie. I would be pretty happy. Like finding that deal, and it's like these these were put together decently. This this is gonna be great. Like I can prime these tomorrow. It's a good Fair feeling. Enough. Fair enough. Yeah. 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 Oh man. Yeah, I think uh, finding the next exciting thing is kind of the thing that that keeps me going these days. Um, like looking to the future, you know, rather than like the stuff that I currently have. Really? Yeah. Okay. Which, which is, I, I don't know. It sounds a little weird to say, I guess. Um, just cause the, the hobby was, there wasn't a lot going on, you know, when I started, it was like me and a couple of friends and that was great. Um, but then it died out. Right. And it was kind of crappy for a while. And then coming back in, it was like all of these doors were open and it's a whole new thing. And it's always looking forward, you know, and to the next thing or the uh, like Adepticon or Gen Con, like the next event. And it's all mini painting related. So, yeah, I don't know, it definitely feels a lot different. It's it's fun to see the apparent size of the community yeah. grow. Right? I, I think we literally have multiple times as many people engaged with mini painting these days as there were 10, 20, 30 years ago. But, um, but also, you know, with computers these days, (laughs) like you also get, you also get experience, you know, exposed to some of those raw numbers and, and get to see so many paint jobs, so many sculpts of miniatures. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, it, it really feels as big as it's become. And it does. It also yeah. feels like it's continuing to grow, which is awesome. Yeah. 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 yeah no, I think it's it's only getting better. You know, we're we're moving in the right direction in a lot of ways, and I don't know. I'm just I'm super excited to keep riding the train. You know, ride the train. Riding the train. That's right. Just get a little choo choo going. Feeling good. All right. You have something written here. What was the most fun you had painting minis? Mm. Mm. I'm going to I'm going to say I mean cuz it kind of relates to the other question obviously I wrote these questions to be that uh-huh, uh-huh. um but yeah. when I started painting 
um, you know, it felt super special, right? Like the, the smell of the paint pot when I opened it, I, like, I still remember that smell and I don't even know what it's actually smells like, but it's like, it's there in, in my head. You know what I mean? I'm going to have to go find an old pot somewhere. <laughs> I know I have a couple from back then too. I don't know if they're so good. I'll check. <laughs> yeah. Just give a good, just give a good. The sniff. smell is the last thing to dry up. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Still, Still there. there. <laughs> like, uh, I don't know. Like I had a single brush and I had a handful of paints and I had like one kit and putting together the, the first few like was, beyond exhilarating right Mm. the paint going down and starting to learn how that works certainly you know it was a little hit miss (laughs) like having a bad outcome or whatever on a model but you know then discovering that next thing kind of brought it back right um yeah i remember like when i was getting back into the hobby again after a 20 plus year break or whatever it was i went to a local store um that just happened to be by like a thrift store that i i you know donate old stuff to right um and i was like oh man there's a there's a hobby shop here i haven't been into a hobby shop in like 20 years so i went in and it's like this wall of warhammer and all these other types of models and i'm like man i remember all this stuff and it's like it's all new it's all like it's different this is like just before Age of Sigmar came out too. Um, yep. And I like, I bought a box of corn berserkers and like four paints and I went on vacation and I like painted that box and it was awesome. Dude, that's yeah, great. It was good. I was out over on the Oregon coast, like near the beach in a sweet campground, just painting, painting mm-hmm. minis out in the, the wide, wide open. So good. And my <laughs> wife's just like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm painting my models. Just leave me be. Leave me yeah. alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Basically, yeah. Let's give her that real loud on a Ghostbusters one. Shush. <laughs> yeah. So let's say somewhere in there, like those kinds of uh, experiences and times for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah no there, there definitely is an excitement when you're getting into it you're getting back into it um you know i for me i really liked the first couple of times going to a game and even then for for me the game was about showing my friends what i had painted yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> and i remember taking my my egg cartons out <laughs> and my squad size was 12 oh yeah uh, figurines because that's how many eggs come in a carton like right, that's, that's my squad size my 12 my 12 red squad my 12 from a purple squad and, oh, uh, so good i only ever got six from a blue squad but oh. that's a different story i never did get that green squad but hey, hey that's all right um, next but no time, like yeah. i and it, it is so good to like show people minis that you're proud of like that's that's a fun feeling it is it is and mm-hmm. um since then i agree with what you're saying about the the discovery side of things and for me like if i figure out a new technique either i'm i'm repeating something that i've seen somebody else do or i'm playing around and i figure it out on my own i mean 
man, the day I figured out how to put black ink on my red squad of 12 minis, <laughs> that was a good day. Yeah. Like the, the day I figured out ink, and I guess these days the, the kids use washes, but like that, that's fun. Whatever. That's like, oh man, like this is how this works. That's really cool. You can yeah. do this. That's awesome. Um, as a, as a quick side and then, before you go on. Yeah. I, so I was going through yeah. an old uh, Dark Angels codex. You know, I was painting those okay. Dark Angels the other week. And in the codex, there is a paragraph talking about, hey, if you want to improve your painting, use ink. Find this color ink for these types of Dark Angels. Mix it with, and it straight up says, with dish soap. In the book, it says <laughs> it's in a, in a legitimate codex. Mix it with dish soap. Then try it. I thought that was just a go. thing people said. I didn't know it was actually written in a book. Anyway, sorry. Just thought that was. Yeah, you get that that secret Agrax Earthshade uh, recipe right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but man, the day I mixed black ink and green ink and started putting <laughs> it on orcs. Ooh, there you go. Ooh. Yeah, <laughs> the Agrax. Oh my god. Ooh. These orcs look dirty and good. <laughs> then when I got back into the hobby, I figured out dry brushing gray on top of black primed sand bases. Oh, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> a, a black sand base dry brushed with gray. Just a little bit of white. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I Like, I figured this out on my own. Right, like, yeah, I, yeah. I, I did the calculations in my mind <laughs> and I figured out how to slap chop my bases and not that I applied colored washes to it afterwards, but right, just, yeah. just that <laughs> black to white on the, on the Sandy base. Mm. I do remember discovering dry brushing for the first time, like completely by accident. Like I was painting with the single brush I had and it ran out of paint, but I'm still like trying to push paint around like an idiot. And all of a sudden it's picking up those details, you know, it's like something clicked. It's like, oh my god! Look at the, I'm yeah. I'm brushing everything, and it's picking up. Yeah, like I thought something was wrong. I was like, "There's no way this this feels like cheating." Like seriously, stop myself. It's that click. Yeah. It's that click when you're like, "I know a new technique mm -hmm. now. I there's something new that I can do." If, yeah, if I have a mini where that's applicable, that's a fun feeling. Yeah. <laughs> Right now, now these YouTubers are all just giving us their hot tips. True. Uh, I don't know if that makes discovery more or less fun. Certainly I mean, quicker. When, when I came <laughs> back, right, I went blindly into the, the hobby shop, bought the stuff because I, I was just like, you know what, whatever, I'll, I'll buy a box and I'll buy some paints. It's not overly expensive. I'm going on vacation. This will be a, a thing for me to do, right? So I felt good about it. Um, but of course, you know, it really uh, lit a fire. So I went on YouTube and started looking and all of a sudden, Oh, this is not what I remember. And it, it did get me oh. more excited. I mean, to the point where then I ended up starting my own YouTube channel, right? Whoops. Yeah. 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 So here we are. Old hundred K Casey over here. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't want to like, because now I feel like it's not going to happen. Yeah. I don't know. There is there is so much to learn and so much to do in mini painting and that there's so many milestones to achieve and most of them feel pretty good. Mm -hmm. So 
and and that that stays with you. Yeah, like, for sure. You you and I have figured out a few things recently. Maybe we'll talk about someday. Oh, well, but we yeah, we figured out some things. They're like, oh, this is cool. This is cool. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Some secret hot tips. Yeah, we'll get. We will we'll get yeah. there. Oh, I don't want to give out these hot tips for free. Not now. No. Not now. No. Well, yeah. Thank you again for joining us on another episode of Paint Bravely. If you enjoyed this podcast, podcast, podcast. Please help us out by leaving us a review on iTunes, subscribing to the YouTube channel, and sharing this message with your hobby friends. And as always, we appreciate each and every one of you for listening, and we will talk to you next time. We appreciate you, and we will talk to you next time.